mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at Burrow.com Acast. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Yeah, yeah. This is, no, it's not the last one. Well, we're not in person, but it's, we're getting closer. We are. And closer. Oh, I should also really introduce, we're an advice podcast. Uh, my name is Megan and I'm joined by my co-host, Melissa. Hello there. I'm not a Hi. robot. No, it's, imagine I do, I'm doing a pod, it's like me and my co-host is, what's that like sex toy robot that's from the Whitney Cummings special, Sophia, or is that a different one? Isn't hers just There's her name? One. You're right. Hers is just the Whitney one, but yeah. the Sophia is the other. Mm -hmm. The one that got in a fight with uh, Chrissy Teigen. Yes. Which probably warranted at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Rough, 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 rough. 
Yeah, we're an advice podcast. You want to call in? <laughs> you leave us voicemails and then we give you fantastic, amazing, life-changing advice. But and we're not we, professionals. No, 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 not at all. No. Um, we are just two bitches with a fuck ton of opinions and we want to tell you how to live your life. Because you asked. That's yeah. the thing. We're not even tell you unless you didn't ask for it. No, we're not going to call you and be like, hey, this is what you should do. You call us and therefore you consent to our, you know, sometimes harsh, but out of love advice. What if we just like started randomly calling people that have called us? <laughs> we cold call we're like, <laughs> hey, what's up with your or we just like it, we stalk people on Instagram. We figure out what's going on in their lives and then we call them and we're like, I know what's happening. You're making a fucking mistake. Mm hmm. What's up? What's up? Uh, if you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. International listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. We ask that you are 18 or over, have your parents' permission. You let us know your pronouns in the call. You practice. Write down what you're going to say. Time it because it's got to be under three minutes. And we want as much detail as possible. Only include your Zodiac sign if literally you have like two seconds left at the very end and you want to, but we need to know your age. We need to know the age of everybody else involved. We need to know if you're, if it's about dating, how long have you been dating? Do you live together? Have you said, I love you? Like all of those different things really factor in to the kind of advice uh, or the best, we can give the best advice when we know the most. And we already know that everybody likes to tell the story to make themselves look the best. So the more information you can give, like we, we got to sift through that to begin with. Yeah. I'm not a robot. Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm done. Uh, you know, maybe one day we'll have to like greet our new audience members because like pe they found us through TikTok, but mm -hmm. um, soon. As of now, we've never been included in anyone's being like, podcast, you need to listen oh, I, to. We'll I saw it. We're only ever in the comments. And did you see my comment to you? I did. Okay. Cool. Oh, I need to respond to it, but I did see it. Mm -hmm. um, my Leo ego is like thinking that like these people are intentionally not including our podcast. They just like, don't know. Yeah. Know that's soon. what I tell myself. They'll know soon. But, you know, maybe we'll, we we'll get to start a TikTok. Things. People write like things about, at their college newspaper about us. We've been tagged or they've sent it to us on Instagram. Oh, that happened? Yeah, it's happened a few times. I, was I, I see it and then I'll unread it so then you'll see it later. Oh, is that what the unread messages are? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'll go back and look. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. I wasn't sure. I feel like I I've anxious. told you this before. <laughs> You've told me that? Like, with sir, you definitely have. I just forgot. Yep. No, mm -hmm. that does ring a bell. Yeah, it I'm not does a robot. ring a bell. Yeah, she's not a robot. She's a she's a real person, like Pinocchio. Wait, is that I'm a real boy, Pinocchio? Mm -hmm. I'm that? a real boy. I'm a real boy. Why does that That's sound good. like Mickey? Well, they all is it the same? I don't is think it like so. I'm a real boy? It's that that whole like 1950s type of. <laughs> yeah, I think I actually don't even sound like Pinocchio. I sound like Pinocchio from Shrek. <laughs> I love That's have you seen true. Shrek? Yes, I've seen Shrek. Okay, good. Have I have seen, seen the whole thing? No. Have I seen have bits you... and pieces of it? Yes. So you've only seen the first one, I'm assuming. Bits and pieces. I probably have seen it as a whole, but can I tell you anything that happens? Oh. I know that Fanola, Fiona, what's her name? Fiona? Fiona? 
Yeah. Finola. Uh, I'm sorry. There's a name. Fiona. There's a name. Finola too. Finola Hughes on General Hospital plays Anna Devane. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um. (laughs) I have allergies. I'm sorry to the General Hospital community. (laughs) Apologize to Finola Hughes. I apologize, Finola Hughes. I think it just sounds like Shinola, and that's what I like mm. the watch Shinola. So that's what my my brain went to. So what were you saying? Um, I don't remember. Me neither. Something about oh, I was gonna say that I know that she's like a princess, and then she chooses to be an ogre, and that's the movie. There you go. There's a jackass and- in there. There's a cookie there's a person boots <laughs> the gingerbread scene is very in- is that the, at the beginning i think so yeah I think that very is the intense very intense well we have an extra long update slash advice yes yeah, slash advice slash this is what you're gonna do checklist <laughs> all of that so we thought that we would do that at the end of the show as opposed to the beginning of the show and then we're gonna do our calls up at the front to give enough time for that extra long update and more advice giving hi megan and melissa i love the podcast and i'm super excited to finally have a reason to call in so i'm 23 my boyfriend is 25 and we've been together for just over a year and we've been long distance for eight months of that He's actually moving across the country to be near me in a couple of weeks. For some backstory, I had one boyfriend before my current boyfriend, and we never slept together. And then right after I broke up with him, I went through a brief phase, and I slept with like three random hookups, and then I met my current boyfriend, and he's my fourth partner. My boyfriend has only had one partner before me. It was his ex. They only had sex a few times, and I know that it never lasted very long. He never finished, and it was not very pleasurable. And then we met pretty much as soon as they broke up. The reoccurring issue that has come up in our relationship is my boyfriend's jealousy of my past sexual experiences. And I know this like isn't super uncommon. He doesn't try to make me feel guilty about it. It's just that he's jealous of the men I used to sleep with. And he can't really understand like casual sex and how it can be just that surface level and not anything deeper. So... It's not even like he wishes that he had slept with other people. I think part of the fact is that when he was in college, most of his friends were saving themselves for marriage. So sex was like put on this huge huge pedestal. And he was an RA, so he never really went to parties. And he wasn't around hookup culture, so it wasn't normalized for him. And he's having a hard time understanding it and dealing with the fact that I had participated in the past. The sex in our relationship is really awesome. It's not getting boring or stale. I mean, obviously, we're long distance right now, so we can't do it all the time. But I really don't think that's the issue. So that's the backstory. And what I'm calling about specifically is the other night we were talking about this and how it's just kind of this issue that's not going away. And we had this idea, kind of both of us, it wasn't him, like, pushing this on me, that he hooked up with someone just, like, random off of Tinder so he can just empathize with hooking up and understand kind of where I was coming from. Um, I'm just calling to ask if this is totally ridiculous. Obviously, there would be rules. I don't think it would really bother me. I honestly think it would be kind of hot. Um, and obviously, this did not happen until post-COVID. 
So yeah, I just don't know if this is totally crazy. I mean, is this just super unhealthy and like not the right way to go about dealing with this? Or is it kind of okay? Please be harsh. If this is totally ridiculous, let me know. Thank you. Be kind, Megan. <laughs> not to you. I mean, I don't need to think about being kind to you. I'm no, whatever. I'm just going to be, I'm going to be me. How do you not like the idea of it's like, I don't understand how someone could like, I think you could be like, there's a difference between being like, you know what? Like, I really like to be, um, have like an emotional connection with someone before I sleep with them. But being like, I don't understand how you have sex with random people. What do you mean? You don't understand. If someone has, let's talk about parts. There's, there's, there's penises, there's vaginas, sometimes vaginas and vaginas, penises and penises. Like, what do you mean? You don't like that part just is like, I don't get how you don't understand that, like, because either it's <laughs> I really want I I'm FOMO. I really want to do that. Like, I really wish I had those kinds of things or um, I'm not cool with the fact that you did those things. And I am like, I'm trying to deal with like my judgment of you based off of those things. But like, we're saying that he doesn't fall into either. So I don't know where like. I'm just confused. I'm confused too. And I don't think sex should ever be used to teach someone a lesson. Um, Cause that's <laughs> essentially what this is, is like, he's going to find some, or you're going to find whatever the rules are, find someone to hook up with just to show him that you can just fuck anybody without feelings. Like, I don't think that that is the way to go about treating this at all. Unless this is something that you're actually into with him hooking, like this is something that you're both consensually like into and it might be something like you say you find it hot, like he goes to hook up with someone, you get turned on by it, but then like, where does that leave him? Yeah, like that's the thing. It's like in what what camp is he in? Because I don't foresee if he's like, oh, I wish I had done this. Like I want to like sleep around, blah, blah, blah then then I feel like he would enjoy it. But like, if it's the other part where it's just judging you, like, how does this happen? Like, I don't see him like wanting to do that or enjoying it. Um, also, <laughs> I know that you are in a relationship, but him be having a hard time dealing with the fact that you slept with three random people, you didn't like j just three random people, like your experience, quote unquote, I'm not trying to be a bitch or anything like that. But like, like you said, like there weren't feelings attached. It was like, it is just whatever, like that idea that like you have slept with, <laughs> you have slept with two more people than him. Right. Mm -hmm. He slept with two people. You've slept with four people, including him. He slept with two people, including you. You've only slept with two more people. That's like, that's not like a huge discrepancy. Like, it's not like he's never had sex with anybody else. Like he's had sex with, his like ex-girlfriend like him having if he has an issue with how many people like with the people you slept with before him that's his problem that's not mm -hmm. your problem and like you don't need to be there with him to like problem solve it and hold his hand through him feeling uncomfortable about this because we have no you you and i don't mean this in like a shitty way but like i don't i don't think he's given you a legitimate reason <laughs> and i think that's what you're telling us is that like oh he just like doesn't understand how that could be it. But I'm like, we don't like him. We're not, I mean, not like that, but like, we don't have these emotional feelings. To him. So when he says like, I don't really understand how someone could do that. All I hear is judgment. Mm -hmm. Like that's all I hear, but you're filtering it through. Like you really care about this person. 
we don't know him. We don't, we don't have that same sort of affection to him. So all of this to me just sounds uh, toxic and, and shitty because it's not even like you guys took a break and this happened when you were like, this is, he's upset about your past. And again, no shade at all. Your past is super, I think it's not like you, it doesn't matter how many people that you slept with at all, but like the fact that someone would get, and this is my own thing, that some fact someone get more upset about sex you would have with random people that you weren't that, three people that you weren't really into is supposed to value and like hold all of this weight more than sex he's had with someone who he was also in a relationship with. Like, I hate that. Like, I hate this, like, because that's where like the the purity culture and like the slut shaming aspect comes in. Is like, why are we treating this so differently than like the fact that he's had sex with somebody else? Right. But it's because feelings were involved. But that to me, to I'm me, like, I, that's more. That's more. And the thing also on top of that is just like. What? what? I, just because I haven't been through something doesn't mean that I can't understand. I won't understand it completely, but that doesn't mean that I can't like understand it. Why does he feel like he needs to be like, he needs to experience sex with, I mean, this isn't even something that he's saying, you're saying that he needs to experience sex with someone he's never had feelings with in order to get it. Like, I feel like most people in the world have had sex with people that they didn't have feelings with. And why why is it an issue just for you? Yeah, like watch a movie. Watch a movie where two people hook up. Like there are concepts that we haven't had personal experience with that like you can understand mm-hmm. in the abstract and all of that. But like I personally, to read into your call more, which I know people hate when I do that, but like I think that you I think that there is a lot of um you said he grew up with a lot of people who are saving themselves for marriage and he was also an RA. So maybe he went, maybe it was like a very religious school or, you know, where people got like engaged and married, like all through college and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and maybe that's kind of the circle that he grew up in. And he has a lot of dated, misogynistic, sex, slut shaming views that you think that he will be able to unlearn And the only reason why he doesn't understand any of that is because he hasn't personally experienced it. And that's not going to solve anything. And like, that's not the case at all. And his views and how he feels about all of that, like that, that is, I can't stress how much that is not your fucking problem. Like it is not your problem, no matter how much you care about him and how much you like him. It's like, here's the thing. If you have an issue with the three people that I slept with before you, like, why aren't we, why are you, why, why are we not talking about our relationship? Like, why does that matter? And if it really matters to you, let's go to therapy and talk about it. Or you can go to individual therapy and figure that out. But like the problem solving is not on you. Like it needs to be him to recognize, like, why am I doing this? How can I fix this? And not you as the girlfriend who it's like, Hey, <laughs> you have these, like the things you are saying, whether or not you intend them are like very thinly veiled and like misogyny and like slut shaming and purity culture and all of that. And that directly affects and is talking about your life. It is then not your responsibility as the person who, what he is saying and doing like is hurting you. Like it's not your responsibility to then handhold him to like figure that out. Like that just pisses me the fuck off. Um, 
Yeah. And I just think that like, if you've been together, together for one year, long distance for eight months, he's definitely insecure in the relationship. He's probably insecure when it comes to like sex or anything like that. But like, (laughs) I just, why the, I, I guess like what I don't understand is like why this is taking up space in your conversations and all of this stuff. Like it's a year into this relationship. It just feels, I get icky. I get icky feelings. Mm-hmm. I do too. I do too. Also just how you downplayed, which again, there doesn't have to be like a deep meaning to the people that we have sex with. Like you can just have sex with whoever the fuck you want to have sex with. Like all you need to like consent. Great. That's like, doesn't have to have any other strings attached or anything like that. But even the way that you're kind of talking about it in like really minimizing it, it just seems like you are shrinking yourself to make his ego feel okay and feel better when like that's not your responsibility um and that needs to be something that he works on and if he doesn't see an issue with it that's an issue i'm just like why why does it matter you're with him now why does it matter and again he has had sex with someone else yes why is this an issue for him like i don't get it at all i'm like there you like if this (laughs) was if that was like a deal breaker that he can't be with people that have uh been with other people for fun then he should have said something before and you guys shouldn't be together like if this is something he can't get past then you shouldn't be together because it feels like he's guilting you and holding it over your head and trying to make you feel bad about this and there's nothing that he should like again like this is what you've done before you started dating mm-hmm. like it has absolutely nothing to do with him and him making this all about himself yeah if it was a deal breaker like i think that's the conversation it's like okay i'm done having this conversation you're making me feel really bad about myself and like i have no reason to feel bad like i'm an empowered woman like i can make my own fucking choices and you've had sex before like you can make your own choices like sex is sex if this is a deal breaker for you that i have had sex with three people before you three three casual hookups before you then let then then let me know and if it's not a deal breaker we're never talking about this ever again and this is done Mm -hmm. also like (laughs) it also even sounds like these are like three one night stands that like i can't like i just and i've never been like a one night stand kind of person at all but like i understand one night stands i've had like I mean, I guess it depends on your definition of a one night stand. But you've but had like, sex with people that you don't have feelings with for. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing that like, but I've never been, I've never like gone to a bar and like met someone and then like hooked up with someone that night or whatever, like that, you know, that TV show version of that. But I've had sex with people, like had sex with people I'm just friends with, sex with people that like just want to have sex with them. Like, but I know like, but like, <laughs> The idea that like that that is something that someone else who you date down the road is going to have an opinion on is like complete and utter bullshit to me. Again, considering like I would understand this a lot more if it was like he had was saving himself. Like I hate the. He decided not to have sex until he was married. Then he decided he wanted to with his like um, his uh, then he decided he wanted to. And like we're in this relationship and now he's having a really hard time dealing with the fact that I've had previous sexual partners like nah, this. is This sounds like a fucking dude who's like, I've had sex with like I've had sex with someone else. But like you've had sex with someone like, oh, 
that's too much for me. And again, like the idea that like he's more uncomfortable with the sex without feelings versus sex with feelings. It's slut shaming. That's what it, it is. is. That's all it is. And it's so thinly coded and like so thinly veiled in that, that like, I don't even think that you, the caller can recognize that or hears that. And that's what it is. And this is what like, this is what that looks like in a relationship when you care about somebody and all of that. Like it's, it's just, it's fucked. And like, he needs to fucking, if that's, if this is a deal breaker for him, he needs to decide that. And if not, and if you decide to stay together, he needs to also fucking go to therapy and unlearn all of this shit because it's fucked up. Yep. All right. Next call. Woohoo. Hello, Megan and Melissa. I go by she, her pronouns. Um, to get into this. So basically I've been with my boyfriend now for going on a year. Um, he has two older brothers and his oldest brother's wife hates me. Um, essentially there's absolutely no reason for her to hate me besides the fact that she is best friends with his ex-girlfriend. So starting out, um, the first weekend I ever met her, um, we all went out on the boat. We were fishing. She was on her phone. Um, she wasn't fishing, which I thought was odd, but I didn't think anything of it. Thought maybe she was just shy. Um, fast forward to us going back to our place that night. Um, we walk in and every picture of my boyfriend and I are thrown on the ground. Uh, we thought that was odd because they were all nailed or screwed to the wall. Um, so it would take someone physically doing it to get them onto the ground. Um, we didn't think anything of it, put them back up and went to the convenience store by our house and noticed that his ex-girlfriend was in town from about three hours away. Um, to give a little bit of information, his brother is also from about eight hours away. So it's not a coincidence that they were both in town on the same day, um, randomly because his brother comes back maybe twice a year. Um, so I thought that was odd. Um, and then come to find out they had invited her to the family reunion that that was that, was that weekend. And uh, we just happened to catch her. And it spooked her off, thankfully. But um, now uh, I am, I moved in with him from back where I was. We were doing long distance for a while. She found out and uh, continued to message me false things about my boyfriend, saying that he was sleeping with her, that uh, she was still living there. Um, various claims that were very easily proven false. And usually I would be the person to believe the woman in the situation, but there's just, there's cameras. Like there's so many things that um, he was able to show me that proved that completely wrong. Um, but also now I am pregnant and she continues to kind of try and divide my boyfriend and I, um, whether it be from him and his family, uh, me and his family, whatever it may be. Uh, she creates these false claims that just aren't true. And I'm not really sure what to do. Oh, <laughs> that's a lot. Um, congratulations on your bebe. Bebe? Bebe? Devat. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck. I don't even... 
The, I mean, I mean, the the ex girlfriend is the is a pro is a problem, but the real problem is the brothers. Is your sister in law? Yeah, eventual. Yeah. I mean, I think the real question is, what is your boyfriend doing? Because, like, this is his family. You know, you're holding a part of, you're carrying a part of his family as well, and like. Yeah, you guys are together, but like this is his. What when sh- the your when when I'm just gonna call her your sister in law because it just makes it fucking easier. So when your sister in law is like talking mad shit to the family, where is your boyfriend in this? Like, what is he doing to combat that and like all of those things and have those conversations um, and driving a wedge there? Because like, God, I think. This is so messy, but like this shouldn't have to be your mess to deal with. Like, I think it's a con. I think it's like they need to have like a family, or maybe yeah, you included. Like everyone, like a family family. sit down. She's throwing half of them in there. I was just thinking that like that would be such a headache, but I think it's easier if you are there. You can know also know what your boyfriend is saying, which I think is important, even if it's going to be kind of um, uncomfortable. Um. But yeah, having his family sit down with like literally everyone. And it's like, let's air this out. Let's figure this out. Like we are together. Like we're super happy. We're having a baby. And like, I'm really uncomfortable around like being around you because like, and like have his parents there too. And like, I know. And like, I hear the things that like you say about me, which like aren't like, like this, like the ex-girlfriend and like all of this kind of stuff. Like she seems like she's also still decently in the picture enough to like get to the either other she's, family members. Yeah, like either the ex is like the ex is talking to sister-in-law and the sister-in-law is relaying it to the family and they're trusting that source over you and potentially your boyfriend. And so I think it's like a sit down that it's like let's just talk about this and like And he needs I'm, to show them the video and whatever receipts that he showed to you. Yeah, because I also think that like these kinds of people who are like, you know, she's texting on her phone. There's all of this like shadiness back and forth or whatever. Like those kinds of people, most of the time when you confront them with like a sit down conversation, they completely cower. They're like, uh, uh, and like, it takes a lot to call people out on their bullshit like that. And I think a lot of the time people think that they're being fucking slick when they're being assholes or they're saying sort of things behind your back or they're making those snide remarks. And when you confront it head on, they have to defend and justify their actions. And like, best of luck go ahead try and do that but yeah it just it it sounds like this has been a game of like toxic telephone and you need to get your voice in there like coming from you first person and everybody needs to do that and it's not like through so-and-so through so-and-so through so-and-so and i think also that'll show you like how it is again it's your boyfriend's family he should be the one like in these conversations that's like that's my ex <laughs> like she's this is my not... ex for a reason yeah like and like get the fuck out of like trying to like start this shit with me and my family and i get that she's your best friend like we dated but like it's over, it's over. you have like a little niece or nephew coming you need to be more cognizant of this family and not interlopers mm-hmm. and i think also if you want to like really go for it i would um the next time the ex reaches out, be like, I would love if you can show me the proof. Like, show me what you have. 
because you've seen what he has that proves it like wrong. But like, yeah, but I, I think too, like, you know, there all there's like so many different ways that this like could I don't know, say like so many different ways that these this could go or whatever, or like so many different objectives. But I think that like all of this like passive aggressive like talking and like whisper, all of that kind of stuff just needs to be done so you can actually like get down to the bottom of this. Because like I mean, you your you believe your boyfriend and all of that. And I think that that's great. And I'm happy for you that this isn't like actually happening, but I would, I would also be like, show me your proof from her. Like, what do you have? Show me the receipts. Mm-hmm. Show and me the, the receipts. of Whitney Houston, RIP. Well, cause I also think that there's also no way that any of this stuff is true. A, it's easily disproven. But I think the fucked up thing is, is that like the family and all of that, like, you're choosing to believe an ex-girlfriend rather than your family. Like, Mm -hmm. why? And call them out on that and be like, so what's up? Why? It's just rude. This is fucking insane, though. So we're going to go to a break, and when we come back, we are going to get into the update call. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood-rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time, and I just got my... I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, 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 a secondary of my package, and I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function, there it's like elixir from the gods, I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber 
flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious. Like it's it's so good. I've even like had it on like ice and been like I'm drinking like a drink drink. Like you can throw a little straw in there. Oh, and, and it's it's delicious. It's so good. And I just I love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes. But also if you're working out, if you're sweating hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah, I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code Blame Me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available and I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like 
this, I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the Ministry of Time by Killian Bradley. And we also received The Return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The Ministry of Time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from Town and Country saying it's really innovative, fun storytelling. The Ministry of Time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said part time travel romance, part spy thriller and 100% multifaceted joyride. <gasps> When I tell you that, I was like, sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns. But that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work which that sounds so intriguing and I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait and we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor and we know y'all are already going to love this plus we've been recommended this so many times mm -hmm. so I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. We are back from our break and now it's time for the update. And this is from season seven, episode 12. And she was an A plus student. She wrote down everything in paragraph form, MLA style. Great. So we'll just hop into that. Okay. So I am calling in to give my update about my ex who I used to live with. And basically my original call was that he told me a couple months ago, one time that he was thinking about a job offer he had gotten way back in the past, like almost a year ago, we had already worked through the fact that he wasn't going to take it because I wasn't going to go with him. And he would be hours away from family. I think in the call, I said it was like two and a half hours. Um, and it, I also mentioned how he said he didn't feel like he was in love with me. And that was like a big thing that I talked about. He wasn't being affectionate in the relationship, anything like that. So here's my update. So I had a meeting with my college advisor discussing my upcoming classes. And this would have been like, I think it was like end of February, like the second to last week of February. Also, when he told me that he wasn't, he didn't feel like he was in love with me, that was probably like end of December of last year, early January. So now like mid end of February, I had a meeting with my college advisor just to talk my, about my upcoming classes. And I mentioned the possibility of me moving a couple hours away with my boyfriend if he were to take this job. Um, I don't think I mentioned this when I called in for advice, but I was considering moving with him if I did take the job off, if he did take the job offer. I don't remember if I said that in the original call or not, um, which wasn't really smart of me because he was pretty much already hit and miss on whether or not he wanted me to go with him. Like every time we would talk about it, it would be like, oh, like, I don't know. I don't want you to like go with me and regret going. And some of that was practical, but it was also just like, he didn't want me to go. 
So my advisor basically told me that I most likely wouldn't finish my degree if I moved with him because I would be too far from campus to do my required in-person classes. My boyfriend was actually out on a job at the time for the company that he was working for at the time. So he wasn't even home for us to like discuss this. So I texted him and basically told him like, Hey, if you do end up taking this job, I pretty much can't go with you. It's not even up for negotiation because of my classes. Um, that day I kind of started thinking about our relationship way more just because we were already having problems. And I was starting to have thoughts then about breaking up with him. The next day was when I actually got on Instagram and then just happened to see a post that I knew was actually about my call just in my Instagram feed from like the don't blame me podcast. And then I went and listened to that episode. Pretty much after listening to that episode, I was like, okay, case closed, like they're right, this, it's over. So at this point, he had already been pursuing the job offer and told me he was accepting it. He was actually with people from the company that was trying to hire him when he was on his work trip. And then this is just an explanation of how the contracting works, just because I kind of felt like this was important in the situation. So he worked for a contracting company and was doing work for the company that was trying to hire him through the company he worked for at the time as a contractor. Here's an example of the situation if you don't have a background of this kind of contracting, which would be considered like skilled trades. So he worked for A as a contractor who was staffing a project for B who was doing work for C. B is the company that was trying to hire him. So he was working with people from B and actually the guy who initially recruited him, he was working with on the project. So he was with him like every day. They also continued to keep in touch from last fall, which is probably a huge reason why this ended up happening. Side note, we both worked for A. I don't think I mentioned any of this stuff in my original call. We worked together. That was how I initially met him was at work, which was back in December, 2019. Because if you remember from my original call, I had mentioned we were together. We were together from December, 2019 to end of February, 2020. But most of that was long distance. So it wasn't even like serious. It was just exclusive is the best way to put it. Um, So we worked together. And just another side note, his dad owned like partially owns the company, company A which is where I still work. Like his dad owns the company. He's been there for like seven years. Like, you know, everyone knows him. I still currently work for company A. I probably will for a while. So he told me over text March 2nd that he was taking the job and we agreed to break up in the same conversation, which I just want to emphasize. I pretty much initiated that because he texted me out of the blue that he was taking the job. It wasn't even a phone call. It was over text. And then I was like, so where, where do you think our relationship stands? Like if you take this job, no response for probably at least an hour. And then he was like, well, where do you think our relationship stands? Pretty much just asking me my opinion. So that's when I was like, well, I don't want to do long distance. I just don't think it would work. And I pretty much just didn't want to do it. So we agreed to break up in the same conversation. He flew home the next day from the work trip from company A And I decided a few days later, I would take over the lease for his apartment and keep living where we already lived. He toured an apartment March 19th and decided that day he was going to move there and then told me he was moving out March 23rd. I was super frustrated because I didn't have furniture or anything yet, but he didn't really care that he was giving me three days notice. 
The reason he was moving out within a few days of deciding what apartment he wanted is because they offered him $70 a month off rent if he can move in three days after he toured the apartment. I didn't have anything. Like I literally had to buy a bed that weekend. I only had like, you know, makeup and things that I would have just brought from my parents that I use every day, but furniture and everything was his because he has been in this apartment for years. He had everything. That was just how it was. He moved out on the 23rd, but he left his cat with me until he was settled in, which I was totally fine with because I loved his cat. So it was kind of like, you know, he was obviously going to have to come back. He came back a little over a week later and stayed two nights at my place to see my new cat I got and visit family in the area. Because again, he moved hours away from family. And that was totally just like, just friends. Like we didn't sleep together. He actually slept in the living room. Like I slept in my bedroom. It was totally just like nothing happened. He had been over twice since then one time to help my dad and I with some stuff at my apartment. And then he was here actually like last weekend to drop off one of the keys for the apartment. Because again, he took, I took over the lease and his mom still had a key from when this apartment was his. So he was dropping that off when he was in town. That was pretty awkward for me because he still wants to be friends. He told me that. And I'm just kind of back and forth on it. So pretty much that's the update. But the current status is I'm kind of hesitant on still being friends with him or not. Like we still talk almost every day. And it's like, one day I'm fine with it. And the next I'm just like, I don't know, because I'm not friends with any of my exes. That's a new thing for me. He's the first guy I ever lived with. Like it's all new. So I don't have any experience of like, what I've previously done or anything like that. So, so do you want to be, I mean, that's so much. Do you want to be like, when you have like, when you, when your opinion changes day to day that you want to be friends with him or not, like, what's the feeling behind it? Like, is it like, oh, this is too hard to be friends or like, so for me personally, I go from like, I will go from sleeping with someone and then dating them. And then we're not dating. I'm not having sex with them. I like hate them. And I don't want to see them ever again. And like their face repulses me, their name repulses me, like everything about them. Like, I just need them to be like gone from my life. Mm-hmm. Melissa can be friends with her Yeah, exes. I can be friends with I can't because they like then like, disgust me. And when I look, the thing is, when I look at them, they physically repulse me. Like, I don't <laughs> ever want to have sex with them ever again. But that. it's like fine as far as like friendship because like I don't want to sleep with most people I'm friends with. So, okay, like, neither do I, but like I can't, I can't even be friends with them because I'm so yeah. repulsed by them. And see, I'll be honest, I used to sleep with my friends in high school. Like, I was that girl. And what's funny is we all went to church together. Like, it was not my high school friends. Right. from church and like yes band and everything but were you dating them you were just sleeping yeah see that's different yeah yeah it's the dating it's like the you've told me that you've like loved me or you've had feelings for me like we've held hands like we've been romantic like there's like just there's there's all of that so like i'm a clean break kind of person but i think you just have to like unpack what is it like with the days that you're like i don't know if i want to be friends with him like what's the feeling that you're having yeah because like do you still want to be with him? Like eventually, like if he like, is it hard? Is that is it like, no, honestly, it was something where I went through the breakup when we were still together, which is how it is with every breakup for me, because most of them I end. I mean, this was kind of like he, we just aren't compatible. So the job offer, in my opinion, just shed light on every aspect of how we shouldn't be together. Like I would never be with him again. Honestly, I would not be surprised if he ever came back to me just because 
I think that's another thing is I have this gut feeling that he is going to regret it. And that's not being like, oh, I hope he regrets it and comes back to me because I wouldn't take him back. I just, I don't know. It was just such a conflicting decision for him that like, I don't want him to ever come back to me in that way. Here's what I would say. And I don't know if Phyllis is going to agree with me at all. I think that like you are inherently ingrained in his life as long as that you are the person on this lease now. Like, even though that he's not on the lease anymore, like this used to be his place. And like, because you you said you moved in with him, it was his first and then it was you yeah. two together and now it's yours. Mm-hmm. And like, I think like, you know, he's got, uh, cats aren't the same as dogs. So it's not like, I'm going to bring my dog. I guess you can like bring your cat mm-hmm. over to like places or whatever. But like you live where his family is. You work with someone from his family. Like mm-hmm. that's something. So like you're already kind of in his life. So I'm kind of on your, I kind of, I agree with you in the sense that like, I, I would not be surprised if like he comes back around. And mm-hmm. I think that like being, maintaining a friendship, unless like you really like him as a friend and he adds so much to your life as a friend, mm-hmm. he's going to be in your like, in your vicinity regardless and you don't have to kind of keep those like pleasantries of maintaining a friendship because like he's just gonna yeah just kind of gonna be like i actually i also i agree with this like i think like you i don't think you want to be friends with him like quite i don't think you do either (laughs) and you just like it's just that like he's familiar and he's like when he comes back to town don't give him like don't let him stay with you uh, when he comes back um even if it's easy, even if it's like, yeah. well, this is someone who can like lift heavy things and like all of that kind of stuff. Because like he, I I think it's like, it also doesn't make you a bitch. Like no. just, especially if he wants to be, it can be hard if like you have an ex who's like, I want to stay friends. And you're like, I don't. It's not because I like hate, I just like don't really like, your friendship doesn't add that much yeah. to my don't life. So like, yeah. And yeah. I don't want to hurt his feelings. I think that's a big thing is like, he doesn't have friends. He is very lonely. Like, I would have drama with my friends and he would be like, yep, this is like why I don't have friends. Like he believes that like you're better off without friends. We have very different viewpoints, which is just another reason why we wouldn't work out. But like, he doesn't value friends the way that I do. Yeah. He values me for some reason, probably because we're friends together. I don't know. Like, I I think you just have to stop giving him a reason to be there. Like, I mean, it is. I mean, you needed the, your key. He came to see you. He was stayed with you. Like he has family there. He can go stay with them. Um, because he st- stayed in your living room or whatever. And maybe having like complete distance from him, and you maybe that will give you clarity for the future because you're like you keep going back and forth. Just cut mm-hmm. him off completely, and then see where it is in like three months from now. Yeah, because yeah. what do you guys talk about every day? Almost every day, like our day, or like. I yeah. actually talked to him today and it was just like about a project that he like just got back on for the company that he actually works at. So it's just like stuff like that. Like, honestly, it's typically like about work and. Okay. So you guys were long distance. And so he's just doing the same thing all mm-hmm. over again, but without the title of dating. And like, he put all of the balls and he put it all on you where it was like, you asked him like, well, what do you want to do? He's like, well, what do you want to do? I think if you said, I want to stay together, he would have been he like, okay, we'll make together. it work. Yeah. Like, I think that like, this is he and he's just taking, he's taking like your lead, but he's not changing like your, yeah. like he, much about yeah. the relationship. I think so too. He's just kind of like, 
keeping you there just in case or hoping that you'll change your mind. I think that's what it is. As opposed to backburnering like you, I think he's backburnering himself mm-hmm. and like making sure he's present in your life and yeah. hoping you will change his mind. Because like inevitably, yeah, he might change his mind about the work thing. But I think like you have two options, which is like, I think like, I, I mean, what I would honestly do like r- ahead of it first now is just be like, hey, I've like, you know, I really liked our relationship and everything, but, um, and I'm like really happy you're at this new job. And like, this has really shown me, um, that like, you know, I honestly just don't think that we're that compatible. And I think you're a really great person, but, um, and I think it'd be like, but, but as, as for like maintaining a friendship, uh, right now, like we did break up really recently. So like, but best of luck, like you do your thing, I'm going to do my thing because that's, I think you're either going to have to have that conversation now, or he's going to leave that job, come back and be like, well, now I'm back. That obstacle that was in the way of our relationship is gone. And like, now we can be together again. Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, I don't I just want never, that. Like, no, I yeah. Yeah. never be with him again. Like, there's just no way. So that's not even on the table. Yeah. But I, I would cut, cut off the friendship. I yeah, do have off. to ask you this though. Like, did he ever have anything to come back after he said he didn't know if he loved you like a reason like did he ever like take it back or say that he does no no so we also i think i said this in the call which was probably common sense for people but we never said i love you there was one time last summer uh when we had been drinking and he like didn't say that he loved me but he like said something other than that that basically meant that and then i literally was like okay like you've been drinking Mm -hmm. yeah but I still mean it and I probably just I think I just like laughed so no I brought it up to him numerous times but it was pretty much just like what I said it was very what I said in the call like we were laying in bed and I was like okay what's been going on you've just been really distant and like just completely different didn't even act like he cared about our relationship and it was just like I feel like I'm supposed to feel like I'm in love with you after this amount of time of dating which seven seven months I think when I called in the first time and I was just like well I don't feel like you have to feel like you're in love with me like I don't think there's like a time frame for that or like a timeline so like that honestly isn't a big deal like that hurt my feelings like I remember going in the bathroom and I was like literally crying about it but what's well, just mean it's like mean and weird like why would you say that like filter that in your head and then shut the but fuck up also I think he just doesn't know how to be just friends with someone and that's the problem like he is is he a serial monogamist does he like date is he like go from relationship to relationship to relationship no i do that but he doesn't (laughs) but it just feels like he can't be he doesn't have he doesn't have friends close to him and it it's like when he's like in the same place with someone he can't really make a commitment it's more like he does like pen pals when he's (gasps) at a distance like he doesn't know how to be friends with you so like it it just he doesn't know how to translate that into a relationship yeah he could be a really great catfish probably mm-hmm. you know maintaining all of that online like texting phone like that stuff is he really close with his mom yeah okay she like loves me like she wants to get together do you see his dad a lot at work yeah um most days some days his dad doesn't come in but i mean mm-hmm. we're talking in some form of communication probably almost every day 
Yeah, I think to be fair, I think his family is also probably his dad probably loves you. His you said his mom loves you. Like I'm sure yeah. that it's like, oh, she's such a sweet girl. Like whatever, hat, blah blah. And they also, I'm sure they didn't want him to move. Mm-hmm. And so then they got to be on the same side as like, well, she's here, we're here. And I'm sure they're kind of romanticizing that whole thing. And if he has no other friends, then like every single person in his ear is like, get back together, get back together. So it was like embarrassing. Like one time his mom came over for dinner, his mom and stepdad. And she looked at me and she was like, he was like, I'm going to move to the job with him like hours away. And, and I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't think he wants me to like, it was us four sitting at the dinner table. I just said that. And I was not trying to be passive aggressive, but like, that was the situation. And then she like looked at him and asked him and he was like, I don't know. He just doesn't know how to be with people IRL. I really uh-huh. think that's the issue is like he doesn't know how to be just friends with someone or just get to know someone in real life. It all has to be at a yeah. distance. Yeah, that's super weird. Super, super weird. Yeah. Cut the friendship off because regardless, he's still going to be like in your life by proxy by mm-hmm. these other people and just like by location and all of that. But it doesn't make you a bitch. And like, that's the other thing is like, you don't want to hurt his feelings or whatever. But like, here's the thing, like pretend he does. <laughs> this is going to sound so like insane pretend he doesn't have feelings because you guys broke up it was mutual do we think that he's probably still like pining for you yes but like pretend that you don't think that and like we don't know that and it's like here's the thing like we broke up it was mutual like there's so much respect like i don't have to worry about hurting your feelings because we're on the same page and like not wanting to be friends is like a totally realistic like at like it's actually it's kind of more of an unusual ask to like want to maintain friendship with an ex and like it is very normal to not want to do that. And like, that doesn't make you like a bitch or anything like that. And like, also because of the fact that like this, you're not even talking, but like Melissa said, he doesn't know how to be your friend. You're not talking, you're talking like every fucking day. Like that's like a lot. And like all of this, it's like, it's just like kind of the relationship all over again. And I think if you like put that boundary down now, you're not gonna, you might still have to do it later if he moves back and like wants to get back together. But I think it'll, it'll also probably make you like not resent like his family and like all like just be so annoyed by him because at a certain point you'll just get like so fed up and annoyed i think Mm -hmm. i would i'd like stop fucking texting me (laughs) yeah i mean and then sometimes like he'll snapchat me and then text me i don't i just won't respond to either of them because i don't care and then he'll like snapchat me or text me and be like why didn't you respond to me yeah, no. He's like, trying to hold like, on to your relationship how it was before you guys were in the same place. Yeah, he's a weenie. Yeah. So do I like communicate this to him? I think you I think you either do now or he's going to come back and try and get back together and think that the only thing that's so, like no matter what, like you're either going to ghost him and ignore him. And then like I would have the conversation ahead of time also just because you work with his family. Yeah, that's like, what I was going to say. Because you work with his dad, then that mm-hmm. it makes it awkward. So you can't just ghost him because you're exactly. still connected. So I yeah. think you have to have the conversation with him. And you just and you just phrase it nicely. But how Melissa and I talk about this all the time. I don't even think we talk about the podcast, but we talk about it <laughs> in our personal lives. When we're having these conversations with people, make sure your message doesn't need a response from him. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be a conversation. It's like, hey, uh, just want to say like, so happy for you about your like new job. Like, this is great. And I want to let you know that I have appreciated the time that we spent together in a relationship. Like, you're great. I have really like been able to like realize now that like there is this separation like in space between us that like we really weren't compatible at all but like i'm really thankful for our relationship 
relationship. Um, I think it's great that like we wanted to be friends at the beginning. I'm personally just like not comfortable with that at this point in my life, but like zero hard feelings. Like, I think you're a great guy and like, I wish you all the best and then just end it there. Cause it doesn't, he can ignore that and he can be mad and do whatever he wants to do, or he can respond. But then his response, like your, your message needs to be enough that like, this is you're encapsulating all of it. You're saying everything. He doesn't need to say anything back. And then anything else he says if he tries to continue, well, like, well, why? You're like, I'm, I'm just done. Like, thank you. Like, you're great. Blah blah blah. And then you're done. So you don't have to keep having this conversation because that's how like they can hook you back in when you're mm-hmm. trying to. As from two ghosters, we've done, we've done both. We've like explicitly ghosted, and then we've also done these conversations. And you have to make it so concise so they don't try and like rope you back in. Yeah, that's yeah. what I would do. And it's not mean. And then just John. don't. Re- yeah, it's not mean. And just don't respond if you need to block him block him but Mm -hmm. just don't respond to it yeah and i know his mom wants to get together which i have no 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 No. also it's actually because his parents are divorced right yes okay so you you really don't have to it has nothing to do with your job like then you're fine never see his mom unless yeah basically I would never see his mom unless we made plans to hang out and i know that when my ex was like with her the day that he came over to bring the key she like asked him when we were getting together like why couldn't she had just dropped off the key why did he have to get it i mean i never was like oh your mom can't drop it off like he just said he offered to and i also like he came in town to get the key and bring it to you (laughs) so yeah kind of yes (laughs) so he came to stay at his mom's for the weekend which is like still like 45 minutes from where mm-hmm. I live. so I I did have mail to give him I will say that because okay. I've still been receiving some of his mail did you most. put the forward on it you are you having it doesn't really work it, it does something no, like mine never even like thought to do that you so, should do it it does yeah. it gets like half of it I won't say oh. it gets all of it it gets <laughs> half of it um just because I when I moved from just upstairs to downstairs they it my a lot of my stuff was rerouted but you should do it so it can get a lot of it yeah yeah it's like a dollar i think if you do it online yeah he essentially did come into town to drop the key off you could say because his mom's was still hours from him but it was still like 45 minutes from me like she she couldn't she couldn't like just trash it or put it in the mail she probably could have. Yeah, but it was just an excuse to see you. Yeah. And then why did he have to sleep on your couch? That was okay. That was when he originally moved out. Like that wasn't recent. But, but why did he sleep? But what was the what was the reason? He was staying in town for a couple of days to see family. And okay. So well, why did he stay with, with the family? family? Because exactly. he loves you. Yeah. I mean, this was when like he just moved out and stuff. And I wasn't, I feel like I'm feeling differently about everything now than yeah. I was when it originally happened. Like I didn't care that he stayed here for two nights. That was like kind of lined up like the day he moved out. So I didn't mind. However, I thought that would be the last time that I saw him. And he's been over since then for the key thing. Yeah. Oh, he came over one time, but I actually don't remember what that time was for. I remember from my no. Hmm. I ended up helping my dad with mm-hmm. my dad and I with something, but yep. I don't remember what specifically he came over for. Yeah, nothing. this like really fits into my narrative of like boy moms. There are two kinds of boy moms. It's either like 
oh my gosh, this is a daughter I've never had. Like, I'm so obsessed with her and like, I'm so overbearing and I love her so much. And like, she has to spend all of holidays with me, like blah, 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 blah. Or I want to fuck my son. And you got the earlier one, which to be fair is the better one, but like, it's still not good. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a lot. Like, it's a, yeah, that's wild. I feel like I've just been nice about everything and I don't really care anymore. Like, no. Yeah. It's so then we don't care when we send this message to cut things mm-hmm. off. Yeah. And it's not mean. And I know I'm a bitch. And so it's hard to take me seriously when I say something's not mean. Cause it's like, is it really not? But I promise you it's not. You have to put yourself first. That's the thing yeah. is you care more, right? Like caring about his feelings is caring more about what he thinks than what you think. You have to yeah. put yourself first. And this isn't a normal breakup. He doesn't know to have a breakup. Like you're basically being like, no, no, we're just going to break up like normal people <laughs> break up. Like yeah. this whole, like, that's the thing. It's like, this isn't like out of the norm, but because he doesn't have any friends, he probably also doesn't, yeah, he doesn't know any of that stuff. It's also okay. such a red flag to be like, I don't really care about having friends. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I would be like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> well, thank you for the update. That was a roller coaster. And yeah, like I said, I'm happy that you are out of it and you're, I was gonna say your new apartment in your apartment sans him mm-hmm. and all of that. Did you sage it? What do you mean? Sage, like kumbaya, who, hippie dippy. No, 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 no. You gotta get his. You gotta get his spirit yeah. out of there. I didn't know what that was. No. Remind me to do that too, Melissa. I need to do that. I've got some items from people here yes. that I'm like some bad juju. I want you to buy. It comes like just Google it. Just buy like go on Etsy. That's the best place to get it. And it comes like in a. St- I would get it, but it's in the kitchen. But it comes in a thing. And it's just like a bundle of sage and you burn it and you, and then you walk open around. the windows and you walk around and you sage it and just get the evil demons out. <laughs> this is in case anybody forgot that our podcast is based out of Los Angeles. <laughs> you know those incense things that people light? Like uh, patchouli? It's, it's, yeah, I mean... Palo Santo? Yeah, it's not the same. It's yeah, it's different. It's not the same. Okay. We got we have so much homework for you. <laughs> you're sending the text and you're sage in your apartment. Yeah. It's gonna be oh, great. Send sage. Oh, also look up something with cats and sage. Make sure you don't it might be toxic. Uh, yeah, I said that. I was like, is that safe for no, my cat? No, it's fine for the cat. Okay. Okay. Just make sure your cat doesn't like eat it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that'll be great. Uh thank you so much for giving us the update. And yeah, thanks for having me. Good update. Great update. I hope you put all the things that we all your homework. I hope you do it and then report back to us. I think this is a good lesson for all of us to sage, (laughs) sage our apartments. You know, I need to do that. So should we get into don't blame them? Let's do it. So Don't Blame Them is where a listener will call in and they'll give their own advice about a call that we had on a previous episode. So maybe they had their own personal experience. Maybe they heard something that we missed or maybe they just have some additional insight so they can give their own advice. And what episode is it from? This is from season seven, episode 24. I'll just play it because they're very thorough. Hi, I'm calling in for a Don't Blame Them for season seven, episode 24, Captain Hook. All right, so I got some big pointers if you need to tolerate this um, too big, too wide, like big. Okay, so what you what they're gonna want to do is they are going to want to make sure you are getting it all relaxed. So I would highly recommend if they are comfortable with it, 
maybe getting a little bit high beforehand. That's the only time I've enjoyed larger items in that manner. Okay, so make sure that you're really relaxed, very comfortable, lots of lube, like they said. And also, if it's curved, make sure that when you're taking it, you're lying on your back because then it's going to go up towards the prostate and it won't go back towards the pelvis because that's what's going to hurt a lot. So if you're like doggy style, nah, uh you want to be on your back and it'll hurt less. Also would recommend there are tubes that you can get if you don't want the penis to go all the way in, then like you don't want it to go as deep. There's tubes that you can put on your partner so then they don't have to put it in as far and they it still feel the same for them. So basically if you feel comfortable and you are down for that, I would recommend getting a little bit high. It's nice. Lots of lube on your back and then potentially getting the tubes that uh, make it not go in as far. All right. Hopefully that can be a little bit helpful. Um, yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. Oh, that, I thought you had a, you, it looked like you were raising your hand. Oh. I was just gonna I just wanted to add I said this during the call before she cuts in here the thing on the back may not work because we don't know which way the dick curves there's one of two options so what's the opposite of laying on your back your front (laughs) no how what do you mean how because we're going in a butt yeah you can still be on your back like laying on your back and then go that way or you can be on your front and lay you can do it either way Wait, so I okay, know wait, this wait, wait, wait. because so wait, what was the original? Okay, here's the thing. When I was in college, there's this dude. There was a rumor going on about this guy was in a porn that went to, we went to school with. So then we found it. Of course, nowadays I wouldn't do that because that's invading somebody's privacy. But that's the first time that I knew that you could fuck in the ass on like lying on your back. Wait, so th- the way they suggested on the the co- the up the uh don't blame them was mm-hmm. to lay on your she, stomach. She said on your back. Oh, on your back. Mm-hmm. Legs up. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And then the other would be on oh, okay, yeah, yeah, no. But, I, for some... be, but your the dick could go to the left or right too. So I guess you would have to be on your side. Right? Yeah. I think also, like, it depends on the curvature of your... But, well, can, can your butt be... Can your butthole be curved, too? Or is that just more I of a straight? I think everybody has a different butt. Because I know, like, vagina... Like, your vagina can be, t- like... Mm-hmm. You know, tampons don't go just, like, straight. Right. They can't... You gotta maneuver based on how your body works. Mm-hmm. I so, think it would probably be the same for your butt. I would think so, too. Um, so I think like the thing is like, it also just depends on where the curve is. Mm -hmm. And I think the real solution, I mean, I think it's going to be like a position that is the most comfortable for both parties, but the, the lube is going to have to be a lot. Cause like, that's how you, you got to get around corners, you know, 
But I do know those things that the that the uh, other person that they're referring to were these. I hate the word tube for some reason. It's just like so unsexy to me. So I've seen it before because they're talked about a lot in like the um like endometriosis and I think it's called adrenosis or whatever. Uh community of like you can have like pain during sex so they basically like (laughs) it kind of um just looks like i don't know like a like a like a pool floaty ish kind of thing but like less but like but so it goes at like the top of the penis so it doesn't go all the way in but i'm pretty sure it's kind of more like tube like and so it's like more ribs so it moves along the penis while you're having sex so it still has that simulation up there but it like stops from going penetrating as deep so i've seen those i never thought about those for um butt stuff but that makes total sense so it's not going as deep yeah i think that would also make sense especially if the curves towards the like the the um the shaft Mm -hmm. like towards the body um and then you can kind of avoid that curve if anybody knows the exact name of this please let me know because i want to see it because i've done some google searches and i'm not getting what i'm trying to get okay um oh there's one called o nut they're like silicone rings they kind of look like the um michelin man's like part of his arm thank you for enlightening me i've learned something new today um, I would also like for the person that called um, about their boyfriend's dad who wants to impregnate her. I would like you to call back, please. I, I think about you a lot. I think about you every day. Yeah, we we just know that the entire community loves behind you. behind you. And really wants you to call back um, desperately. You're an icon. You are an icon. You're the new um, had sex with three brothers. That is it for our episode. If you want to give us a call um, to be in an upcoming one, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you have an update or don't blame them, same numbers, all that. Especially for updates, send us, shoot us an email. We love, we love our updates. And if you want to watch the video version we're on patreon it's only a dollar a month we do video versions for every single episode so that's like between four and five episodes a month for literally a dollar so like 20 to 25 cents and we also have a five dollar tier where we do live streams twice a month they're really fun just like us all on zoom together hanging out um and if you want to support more than that just like continue to support the show you can fill in how much ever much you want to donate you also don't have to come to live streams but it helps us continue on doing this podcast because we are not owned by barstool sports (laughs) um follow our instagrams everything leave us a review on the podcast app anything that you want to promote go to promote your tiktok i mean i don't put any tiktoks up that's true um but if you follow melissa then you will see all of her comments on my tiktok so it'll pop up at the top true 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 (laughs) You haven't given me much to work with the last couple of days. I made no, that I'm note. I'm so sorry. I mean, you've done them, but there just weren't ones that I could really troll about. No. You'd have to be like, Very you're ugly. Like, that's how you would have had to troll. I'm not that type of troll, okay? No, you're not. No, no. You're much smarter than that. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to promote? No. No. This is a review by Why are all the usernames taken 
I, I see a lot of ends there. You are not, <laughs> you're not, not wrong. I started listening a few years ago and stopped. Not sure why, but as a 20-year-old, I can relate to many of these calls. Megan and Melissa are both honest and hilarious and give you the tough love advice you need to hear. Their democratic views are not harsh, but simply what we need in today's political climate. I listen to old episodes every day on my way to work while waiting each week for Monday's episode. Love it. Love it. One clarification, I wouldn't say I necessarily identify as a Democrat, but I, I definitely have Democrat. I'm a big fan of democracy. <laughs> Are you a registered Democrat? Oh, yes. I'm okay. a registered Democrat. But well, um, the United States recognizes you as, as a, Democrat. a Democrat. Yeah. And oh, by the way, me saying that, I don't want anyone to think that I've ever in my life been like, I'm more of a independent lib- libertarian. No, 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 no. I just, uh, you know, look at I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Ralph Nader stan. Love a Green Party. Love, love, love lots of uh, socialist things as well. But um yeah. Well, um, that's it for our episode. It was a long one. And we will see you all next time. Goodbye. I'm Superman. And I'm... No, this is Patrick. <laughs> <laughs>
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.